0: I'm Ryan. I'm the pastor at Ocean Water. Thank you so much for watching or listening today uh, in our podcast. If you're new to this, would you do me a favor and uh, please uh, like and subscribe and turn on the notifications for this? I have over 263 Bible teachings in the last few years, over 31,000 downloads. My heart's to help us get a little bit more of God's Word in our life that we can apply into it so that we can do a... Um, more deeper, more fuller way of following Jesus. Now they're available to you for free because my life verse is one Corinthians nine eighteen, which says, "What then is my reward? Just this, that in preaching the gospel I may offer it free of charge." I hope my teachings are a blessing to you and your life. Now today we're going to be in Revelation chapter three. Uh, verses one through six. If you have your Bible, you can turn there. If not, you can just listen and follow along. Now, Revelation chapter three, verse one starts out like this. It says, to the angel of the church in Sardis, write The words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Now, a little bit of background here. Sardis was an ancient city located uh, in Asia Minor, which is like modern-day Turkey, which has really been in the news a lot lately. Now, in the first century, this area was a significant center for commerce and for culture. Its history included moments of glory, but also a series of humiliating defeats. The city had a reputation for being wealthy and flourishing, a lot like some of the places that uh, I've lived in, in California. Now this verse likely pertains to the period shortly after the destruction of AD 70. We've talked a lot about this. This message is addressed to this local church, this community, uh, and Jesus introduces himself very interestingly here. He says, I'm the one who possesses seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Now, this reference to seven symbolizes divine completeness. So Jesus is saying, I'm everything that you need. Just listen to me. Now, we, now, the phrase here, you have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. I want you to look at it. It implies that this church was outwardly flourishing, but they had significant internal issues and in spiritual complac- complacency. This reflects a common theme that a lot of the early churches had a challenge maintaining their faith and devotion during times of persecution and pressure, just like we do today. Now, today in our world and in our culture, we often feel like this. So since the beginning that Jesus started his church, you don't need to feel alone when you feel persecution and you feel pressure. Jesus is with you. Now look at verse two. It says, "'Wake up and strengthen uh, what remains "'and is about to die, "'for I have not found your works complete, in the sight of my God." Now, during the first century, the early followers of Jesus, they were facing a lot of very difficult things. This particular church in Sardis likely encountered difficulties in a very hostile environment. This verse exhorts them and us to wake up from spiritual complacency, Now, it acknowledges that despite their reputation, they had a good one, their works were not complete in the sight of God. This view here suggests that God has one view of things and we have one view of things. This church had allowed its faith to weaken due to pressure, due to persecution. Just like we do in our lives, God wants us to wake up and to be revived to his word to his calling, and to his purpose. Now, sometimes our faith just needs a little bit of a wake-up call. Boy, do we need one today. There are so many voices to be heard throughout our day-to-day. Most importantly is the voice of God. That's why I'm always trying to teach God's word because this is how he talked to us. Now, look at verse three. It says, remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not come, if you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come against you." Now, these early followers of Jesus were urged to remember the teachings and traditions that were passed on to them by the apostles. This was a critical time when the church was in its infancy, when it was, when it was just starting to form uh, its doctrines and its practices. Now, this church, Sardis, was called to remember what they had heard and received. Do you remember what God has spoken to you in your heart, what He's dropped into your spirit for what you're supposed to do in your life? You should persevere with the things that God has dropped into your heart. But they were also told to repent from their lethargy and return to their original faith. The warning of Jesus coming like a thief indicates that we're not gonna know when He comes. And at times in our life, we can face unexpected moments of judgment. Now look, at, now look at verse 4. It says, Yet you still have a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in white for they are worthy." Now, what does this mean? Well, in times of persecution and spiritual compromise, there were still faithful individuals who maintained their integrity within the church. This is God's calling for us today, to maintain our integrity. This verse acknowledges the presence of a faithful remnant in the church God always has a faithful remnant, a faithful few who walk in the spirit, who follow his voice, who do who does what he says. These individuals represent the dedicated Christians who remained steadfast in spite of all of their circumstances. This group of people was humble and hardcore, just like God wants us to be today. Humble and hardcore. Now verse 5 reads The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Oh, what does this mean? Well, the concept of conquering here or remaining faithful is interesting. It means that despite persecution and challenges, they overcame. This is a central theme. Perseverance and overcoming adversity is really at the heart of the Christian message. Look at the cross that Jesus was crucified. Overcoming, perseverance, conquering. Now, today we have a consumer culture. So the idea of being humble and being hardcore and persevering and pushing through adversity and having faith sometimes gets missed. Just because things are easy doesn't mean that they're good. This verse emphasizes the rewards of those who remain faithful and conquer. The promise of being clothed in white garments symbolizes the purity and the righteousness. While the assurance that their names will not be blotted out of the book of life is a powerful affirmation, of our security. Did you know that our names, if you follow Christ, are written in a book of life and God's God knows every single person's name who's written in there. If you're wondering, just say, Lord, please write my name in this book and help me to follow you. Now, lastly, in Revelation 3, 6, it says, him who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This comes up a lot in Revelation. This saying is a recurring refrain in the letters to the seven churches in Revelation, urging the readers to pay attention to the message. Are you paying attention to the message in your life? This concluding verse serves as a reminder that the messages contain in the letters to the seven churches are relevant not only to the specific people in the church of Sardis when this was written, but also to us today. We are to heed the words of this book. We are to hear God's voice and we are to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Today's verses convey convey a message of a call to repentance and the assurance of rewards for those who remain faithful regardless of external pressure and challenges. This is a sobering and encouraging and realistic look at a first century church and how it applies to us today in our lives. There is so much truth and treasure in this book. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I love doing this. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day.